Happy New Year. Hey, listen, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, and the 49ers found a way to escape Vegas with a victory. We're going to talk about all that. There's so much more going on, especially around the NFL. We'll break it down right here on the Wayne Breezy Show. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold blooded. I got the Niners on my back, you know. And yeah. Breezy this, breezy that. Ain't nobody working like Breezy, and that's a fact. Overmotivated is an understatement. Gold blooded to the core, got your squad hating. Breezy make it look easy. Breezy on everything like 05067 Wheezy. This is not a game. Yeah, we faithful in every way. And even though we on the East Coast, very loyal to the Bay. Heavy red and gold every day. And if you really a Niner fan, I know you can relate. Applying pressure with this content like smaller bear. We not accepting no slander by trace, so beware. I stay in exclusively Niner hats. And I always tell the truth, this exclusively Niner facts. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold-blooded, I got the Niners on my back, you know. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold-blooded, got the Niners on my back. What's going on, Faithful? What's going on, everybody out there? Happy New Year to you guys. I haven't talked to you guys since on New Year. I was at the game, and I did the little post-game. Peachy was there with me. We, we, we were just ready to get the heck up out of there. Like, it was, it was crazy. Listen... Uh, great experience. Allegiant Stadium was um, is it was immaculate. It was it was amazing. Uh, but listen, uh, we'll talk about the game. Uh, we got a lot of stuff we're gonna talk about. Listen, I know you guys were watching football, and and we'll start the show with our prayers. Uh, going like we we need strong prayer warriors, right? We need everybody. You don't even gotta be a prayer warrior. If you know how to pray, I want you guys to pray for this young man and his family. Man, it was crazy watching that live. If you didn't get a chance to see it, I'm hoping they kind of took it off the internet or whatnot. It wasn't anything gruesome. It was just a devastating, like, blow. And then you and you just watched, like, him lose life for a second. And, yes, he he definitely lost life. I mean, they had to resuscitate him and, and, and apply CPR. So we're definitely playing for uh, DeMar Hamlin and his family. Uh, that, that, the injury was crazy. I don't have any like news on the injury. It was something that had to do something with his heart. Uh, and from what I saw, like the moment I saw the impact of the hit, I was like, oh man, like he took a shot to the chest. Didn't realize he was going to take a shot, maybe closer to the heart. Uh, and it was just a bang, bang play. You know, he was making the tackle, uh, T Higgins laid the shoulder down. And uh, he got up and then he fell down and I was like, oh, my gosh. And so you, you didn't know what it was at first until it came back from that commercial break. And then it just was super serious. So shout out to the NFL for just like canceling the game, suspending the game, whatever they did. Like, I'm glad that they did that. I, th- I thought that was the best thing that you could do uh, for for the kid, his family, for the fans, for the team, for the league. I thought it was a, I thought the NFL did a top-notch job and finding ways to handle this shout out to espn i thought they did a great job in handling the situation as well uh cutting to commercials cutting to this cutting to that and just watching everybody get together and just continue to pray i thought was 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 immaculate so please keep uh damar hamlin 
uh, and his family uh, and your prayers. Um, there's no new news to uh, report currently. I mean, he he, from what I read, <clears throat> he was resuscitated. He uh, and they and there was a a tweet that went out from like a personal friend of his. Um, saying that, you know, they had to put the breathing tube, his pulse was back and they had to put the breathing tube with, uh, in his throat or whatnot. So I, I know he's a strong young gen gentleman and, uh, he's, he's going to come back and, uh, you know, just be, be, be stronger than ever. All right. But I just wanted to, uh, you know, I just wanted to, I, I, I want to send my prayers up. I, I don't care what anybody else does my show. So I'm going to do it. Um, for this young gentleman, because um, man, that was that was tough to watch. Uh, and if you watched it live, you watched it, and then you didn't know what the heck was happening after that. But you, you like we, it's kind of like you saw him kind of give up the ghosts for for a few seconds, uh, or whatnot. It was currently nine minutes. Um, so yeah, so we're praying for him, and I know he's gonna pull through. He's gonna be strong, and uh, whatever we could do to support the the kid, we're gonna do that. All right. Um. Yeah, so that's what's going around the NFL. I, I really don't want to touch on the Skip Bayless stuff, but uh, Skip put out this tweet. I'm not going to reread it. I just thought it was tasteless. Uh, I'm not trying to give it much energy or time, uh, but I know you guys are going to talk about it in the chat. I know, I know, and I, it was just very tasteless, uh, poor timing, you know, to talk about how the game's going to go on. This is that in the third, which it is. It's football. Um, but to say to talk about the game during the time where a kid was on the verge of possibly losing his life, I thought it was crazy. So yeah, uh, if you guys didn't get a chance to see that, man, go ahead and 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 you know, it's it's crazy. 49ers though, uh, this game. So I tell you what, I I felt I I know I lost life at least two minimum two times two two times I know my heart stopped. I know for a fact it might have been more. I stopped counting after two. Uh, thank God I had Peachy there because, you know, she was, Psh, get up. I'm like, okay, I'm back. You know what I'm saying? It was bad. Like, that game was crazy. Uh, the Raiders, 49ers game, it was way too close for comfort in my book. Uh, but the 49ers, we got to talk about that they're doing things and they're doing things well, right? So the San Francisco 49ers, um, uh, we're victorious, right? They won in overtime, nail-biting. So the 49ers have their first nail-biting victory. It probably should have been two. Do you guys think that Denver game would have been nail-biting if the 49ers had won it as well? I don't know. But, yeah, it was way too close for comfort. You get what I'm saying? Like, way too close. Like, the whole time, I'm like, all right, you know what? So it was funny, the fans, I'm like, you know what? They punched us in the mouth. We're used to getting punched in the mouth, right? I'm used to getting punched in the mouth by meaning defense, not physically. I'm used to the defense getting punched in the mouth and then finding ways to respond. For, for some reason, on New Year's Day, maybe they had a little bubbly, too much bubbly or whatever y'all was saying. They had a little too much to drink or whatnot. Uh, <laughs> like, it is what it is. Uh, the defense definitely could not recover. And I thought it was more funny. Like I, for the first time, I felt like the offensive players got a chance to blame the defense and their pressers. So if you listen to them, they're kind of taking shots at the defense. George Kittle, 
Shout out to defense. I think Christian McCaffrey's joint was pretty much pretty much dope. But George Kittle was taking shots. I don't care what nobody said. And he talked to Fred Warner. Fred Warner was there. So um, before we even get into this, um, <laughs> the 49ers were victorious. Um, <laughs> you said you're convinced. <laughs> that those were the Seahawks uniforms. It's too funny. I got to give a shout out to everybody out there. I do apologize. I wanted to start the show off with uh, our prayers uh, going up to, to the young man, uh, DeMar Hamlin. But guys, I appreciate you guys, man. It's a new year. It's new, 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 new. Uh, shout out to all the members out there. Uh, I'm just going to give y'all the foghorn all the way around. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate you guys. Fernando's in the building. Jerome T. Jack. I see you werewolves at of Sangers in the building. Uh, Sahid Alamin is in the building. Uh, Melissa's in the building. Boats is in the building. Uh, members, no, nah, members, I don't really care. I'm just so happy you guys are here. My cousin Sid is in the building. So much to talk about, man. Uh, I'm going to definitely open up the, the line. I'm going to bring you guys on. I got the Hot Topic for today, Hot Topic Tuesday. All right, today is Tuesday, Hot Topic Tuesday. We're definitely going to talk about that. Chrissy says prayers up uh, for Damar Hamlin. Uh, my man, Steve, this is my guy, 50 grand. We get this right on one take, man. Happy New Year. Let's keep praying for DeMar Hamlin, most definitely. And everybody else out there, man, I just wanted to say thank y'all so much. Raphael, DeMarcus, Lake City, John V, Steve-O knows NFL. What's going on, baby? You know what I'm saying? Clastar 49 is in the building. Uh, and if I missed anybody, I promise I'll get to you. Martin, I see you. Hurricane, I see you. Bomber T, Kylie, I see you. Look, we got some issues that we got to have to break down, but let's get to the 49er news. I'm going to leave that ticker going going on there about 49ers uh you know they won the game some people felt like they don't they don't know the team actually won uh, a lot of people felt like this is what they needed the 49ers fan, the, the the players felt like they needed a game like this i didn't feel like they needed a game like that i didn't want them to to go through this type of adversity uh, or or whatnot um but yeah we're this is what they wanted they found a way how about this round of applause to brock purdy Technically, right? Second comeback game, sort of, kind of. Well, this is the first game he was kind of like really down, down at the half. Then went down by what, 10 points and found a way to ignite this offense. I'm going to give an overall grade, you know what I'm saying, of of of, of the team. I'm going to give an overall grade, okay? I, I, I promise. <laughs> Uh, GSU for Life says, remember the dress code when you come on the show. Make sure you got a shirt on covering up all the parts. Okay? that That's it. Teradome, what's going on, bro? Um, So, look, I'm going to give an overall grade, and I know you guys are going to trash me for it, and it's all Gucci. I don't really mind. That's what, I, that's what you guys are here for. Trash your boy Breezy. But let's go about some of the latest in 49ers news because that game, uh, Dre Greenlaw left with an injury. Aaron Banks left with an injury. And then yesterday we got the good news about their injuries, right? And so here it is, Greenlaw. Uh, he, has, he got a back injury, but he's he's expected to not miss any time. Or he's not expected to miss any time. So this is really good uh, for Dre Greenlaw. They're going to do some further testing on his back. I don't want them playing around with his back, but they're going to do some further testing. I wouldn't be surprised uh, if Greenlaw doesn't play this weekend, uh, uh, Al Shayer, Aziz Al Shayer, uh, became uh, filled in for him, and then uh, Demetrius Flanagan Files got some some plays. Oren Burks got some plays um, at that linebacker spot uh, for um, Al Shayer, 
Uh, and so, look, I, I don't think that we'll see him play this week, but he's not expected to miss any time. So we'll see how it goes this week. We'll keep it monitored this week if he practices. Aaron Banks still got a knee injury, sprained knee, right? Uh, and is expected to miss the next game, but be ready for the playoffs. All right? So th- these this is good. Like, like these guys are, are, you know, it's funny how you get these sprained knees. Oh, and then Christian McCaffrey, got to put him on there. He has a sprained uh, what was it, an ankle, knee, something. He has something sprained as well. So it's it's really good to see that they're not expect- – and he's listed day-to-day. It's funny how the sprains now are day-to-day. <laughs> if it was a sprain week two, it'd be eight weeks. It's just, just weird to me how the sprains changed to, as as the duration of the season goes along. It's just it's just me. What's going on, Dion? Uh so look, keep that in mind. Listen, Christian McCaffrey had the game of his life for the 49ers. Best 49er game possibly. Well, I mean, he had that one game where he threw a touchdown, caught a touchdown, and ran a touchdown. So y'all might arguably say that that was his best game. But I thought he, he was phenomenal. And everybody didn't want him to participate much in that game, right? Keep it a buck. Not me. Uh, Cossard, I see your comment up there, man, and that is my next highlight. So this is some good news for the 49ers because Debo Samuel and Elijah Mitchell will practice this week. Hmm. Debo Samuel and Elijah Mitchell will practice this week. This is good. The Niners are getting their players back, man. I'm telling you, the Niners are, are getting their players back at the right freaking time. Okay? I see you, Sid. <laughs> Winning winning keeps you healthy hey man if this was one of those uh like if we were on a 10 game losing streak okay these players won't play for the rest they won't be playing for the rest of the season i could say 49 media i miss you also where you been bro dang happy new year family it's been a long time uh you know what i'm saying since i left you without a dope beat the step two step two step two the step two all right yo but nah seriously man look uh, this is good news. 49ers are getting healthy. Uh, they're also going to be getting some other linemen back. Kevin Givens will be back by the playoffs. Uh, but we got to talk about this defense. Uh, oh, you were in Egypt. I knew you. That's what's up. That's what's up. Hey, I got a poll question going on because Hurricane, uh, there's my brother, Rohan. What's going on, baby? Um, Hurricane just mentioned uh, Jordan Mason's first career touchdown. Listen, we got two firsts for two rookies going on. Uh, which play was most memorable? Make sure you participate in that poll question. Was it Jordan Mason's first career touchdown or Drake Jackson's first career INT? Woo! I mean, both were great. Which one would be more memorable? I'd love to know what you guys think. All right, DJ Malone starts off with a question. You see you guys got some questions out there, man. I appreciate it. DJ Malone says, we can still get the number one seed. Not a question, but a statement. Yeah, yeah. Look, uh, if you go back, about five, ten episodes, man. I told you the 49ers was matter of fact, we did a show called Coming for the Number One Spot. I'm telling you, man, it's 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 amazing how the cards are falling for the 49ers. Look, what what, what are the scenarios? All right, here, here, here's what I go. I'm gonna go off in my head. I don't have David Lombardi's tweet or or, or whatnot like that, but I do know in my head this is how it should be. All right, the 49ers win. All right, minimum, they win on Sunday against the Cardinals, which they do play. Let me go ahead and get that information out. Because remember, this was one of those games that was to be announced on the schedule. So here's the kickoff time. 
All right. So it's going to be the NFL announced that the kickoff time between the 49ers and the Cardinals on Sunday will be at 1.25 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. That's 4.25 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So that is the correct scheduling and timing of this game. We knew that it was going to be played. We just never knew the timing of the game. Uh, but, you know, or the day. We didn't even have the day. It was to be announced. You know what I'm saying? So they had went and made it official on yesterday okay so that's there so you guys know that the game will be going down i'll make sure i give you the networks that it's going to be on fox more than likely nfc game uh so let's go ahead and talk about you know what i'm saying uh like what we're going to like be looking forward into this next week's game because the 49ers essentially are the number two spot at this moment now Here's the top topic for today. We're going to get right into it, okay? Let me break this scenario down real quick one time. Hot topic comes up. I'll open up the phone lines. You guys come in here and talk about it. So the 49ers currently are the number two seed. The 49ers can become the number one seed if they get some serious help. Now, in my head, I don't have the scenario of the 49ers losing. There's a possibility they, they, that they can lose, I just don't have it in my head that they're going to lose. Okay. That's just what I'm saying. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. Now the Eagles are the number one seed. The 49ers are the number two seed and the Minnesota Vikings are the number three seed. If the 49ers and the Vikings win and the Eagles win, everything remains the same. Same scenario. Philly one, Niners two, uh, Vikings three. If Philly loses and the Niners win and the Vikings win, the 49ers become the number one seed. If the Giants beat Philly, which I believe that they can and will, and I see you, Lake. I see you, City Fresh. I see it, Lake City Fresh. That's what Dabble was saying. All his players is playing. They, they're playing. I don't think personally Jalen Hurts is healthy enough, but hey, man, they want to play that man and he get more beat up, let that be on them. He's banged up, bad shoulder, let it be on him. But they, they, there's a tr- they're trying to secure the number one spot. They want him, they're number one, but they realize if they lose, they they go to number three. Dude, are we not having this conversation? Isn't that a possibility that, that the Eagles go to number three? If they lose, because I think Minnesota may have more conference wins than them, which will bump them up. Now, if the Cowboys win, oh, my gosh. we're This is crazy. All right? So, look, the Philly's going to play. So that's going to lead to the hot topic of today, okay? 49ers can clinch the number one spot if they get a little help from the Eagles. If the Bears beat the Vikings— Okay, and if and if the Cowboys lose to, aren't they playing? Who's the other team in the East? Who am I missing? Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, and the other team. Okay, look, that can happen. Okay, that can happen. Now, the 49ers essentially just have to win this damn game. Period. And that's what they've been doing. Remember, Fred Warner came out and said, "Listen, we just got to go number number. We just got to go one and zero. Thank you, Johnny Dell." Uh, he says, yes, they can go to number three. He's talking about the Eagles. I, I'm telling you, this is crazy how everything is just falling. Now, the Niners did sustain a couple of injuries, but they're not super severe, right? 
Commanders, thank you. Now the Commanders are out, be- and and the Commanders are out because they've got to be the dumbest organization in the sport history of football. The Commanders had a shot at the playoffs. If you're a Commander fan, you should be you should be mad. You should be really mad because your coach, dumb Ron Rivera, decided to play Carson Wentz over the guy. That got him to this spot. Taylor Heineke is the reason y'all were even in playoff contention. What in the possibility of the world of the hell was Ron Rivera thinking? That was dumb. And then he comes up there and says he didn't know that they were in the playoff spot. What the, what the mean? What you mean? You don't know. You the coach. That's the only thing you should know. Why am I mad at him? I don't know. I'm just saying, like, they had an opportunity. But it is what it is. Um, It is what it is. So, like I said, Commanders can beat Dallas because I think that they can. I bet you'll see Taylor Heineke this week. Won't make any sense. The shit had me dead too, Flex IQ. I I didn't know we were in the playoffs. We, We was what? Some sometimes <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> anyway, not my division, not our problem. It is what it is. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know how he didn't know, but it is what it is. Um, but listen, uh, Tristan has a question. It says, "Can't Philly go to number?" Yes. See, this is some. Re- this is why Brian Dabble is coming out saying our players are playing. This is exactly why he's saying that. Guys, if you see me looking over here, I got to click on because for some reason, I don't see the membership fee pop up in my feed right here. But I do want to give a shout out to my man, 49er Jeff, uh, one month member. He says, Happy New Year, everyone. Let's go. (laughs) Let's go Niners. Anyway. Uh, it's a lot of funny stuff going on in, in the league, and I'm here for it. Now, we got to talk a little bit about the Niners. I'm going to put the hot topic up within the next eight minutes. Uh, I'm going to give my grades and all that type of stuff. And then my hot topic is definitely going to be something that I want to get you guys to chime in on. I promise you. Guys, hit that like button real quick, man. Don't forget, you guys got to hit the like button. And if you're not subscribed to the channel, go ahead and subscribe to the channel. If you're already subscribed to the channel, share the channel with someone that you feel like is going to fall in love with Wayne Breezy so that they can subscribe to the channel. It is 2023. We got to get this channel growing. And I'm going to need your help. All right, guys. Love you guys. All right. Let's get back to this game. It was crazy. I saw uh, my my man from the Raiders in here. I got to find his comment. So bear with me because I tell you right now, I tip my hat to the Raiders because the Raiders came out swanging. And I'm talking swanging. Pause. They were coming. They gave the 49ers everything they had. I felt like. That is the Josh McDaniel that I fell in love with. That's the one. That one. I don't know what Josh McDaniel y'all had before that. I don't know if it was uh, Palmer, uh, Palmer, Carr. I don't know what the issue was. I tell you what, 
Adams looked better with Stidham than he did with Carr. Raider Room, tell me if I'm wrong, but if only you could tell me if I'm wrong. Good game, y'all. I'm hot. We had a 10-point lead and still couldn't hold on to it. Quarterback change doesn't negate terrible coaching. That's crazy that you felt your coaching was terrible and y'all motherfuckers was take y'all was y'all was yo, that was tough. That was tough. That was tough. That game was tough. I'm telling you. I don't know what it was. I did not feel as comfortable. I was cool with the first touchdown. I was cool, smooth. I was like, yo, they just punched us in the mouth. Cool. I was cool with it. Then all of a sudden, they just kept, like, y'all Y'all had at least, every drive y'all had was almost like a scoring drive. I think we didn't get our first three and out until the first half. <laughs> it's like, what the freak? The fr- like, the first half, it was crazy. Um, <laughs> GSU for life says he's proven to be a, a he, he has, but maybe the issue wasn't him, is my point. Duh, maybe the issue was just Derek Carr. That's my whole point. Maybe the issue was Derek Carr because I tell you what, Devontae Adams had zero problems. I'm gonna tell you how many problems he had, and I'm gonna say it again. He had zero problems. This is why I know he has zero problems because he had 11 targets. He had seven receptions on 11 targets for 154 yards with two tutties. I will say one of them shits wasn't a catch, but that's a whole nother, you know what I'm saying? It's a whole nother, yeah, it's a whole nother uh, conversation, but that wasn't a catch. But I, but I will say this, yo. I thought the Raiders came and play. I, listen, if y'all feel like I'm kissing their butt, oh, well. You got to give credit to where credit is due. Our defense got fucked. Sorry. Our defense got thrashed. So you know what? You want you don't want me you don't want me to give the Raiders credit? Fine, no problem. Let's talk about how bad the defense was. The defense was so freaking bad. They gave up 500 yards. They ain't give up 500 yards to the Chiefs, but you gave up 500 yards to Jarrett Stedham. So if you don't want me to talk about that the Raiders did well, fine, no problem. It's not it's not Raiders show. I get it. That's not what they want me to do. Uh, boats, but that's not what they want me to do. See what I'm saying, Boats? I was trying to give them their flowers. I wasn't trying to talk about the defense. I wasn't. I was going to just say they ain't play up to par. But you know what? We're going to talk about this D because the D was limp on that on Sunday. They was terrible. Now, they made some plays, which won this game. That's crazy. How bad the defense was so bad, but they still found a way to win the game. If you read my article on 49erswebzone.com, came out yesterday, it talked about how the 49ers are still the most dangerous team in the NFL. And that is exactly why. It's because of this mother-freaking defense. Just when you think you got this defense beat, just when you feel like, yo, we put up 500 yards on the number one defense in the league, which pushed us down to number two, you know what I'm saying? It's all good overall. As far as total yards we give up, we still number one in rushing, okay? We're still number one in points per game. But as far as the total yards, we, we, we like, we're number two. I get it. No problem. But I tell you what, I tell you this, that defense looked terrible. And, and, and you, who was it? Somebody was on this show. They said the secondary was the issue. And I'm like, yo, just give it, just give it, give it a break. It, 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 the secondary wasn't the issue. 
See, everybody wanted to blame the secondary. Now, I'm going to keep it a book. Funga looked terrible, uh, but, but GSU for life. Everybody pay attention to the first part of his statement. No pass rush. First part of the statement. See, I'm not the only one that knows a little bit about football. Just a little bit. I feel like GSU for life knows more about football than Breezy does. But I do know this. The pass rush was terrible. Now, they had pressures. They were hitting the hell out of Stidham. But it was after he was getting the ball out. So it doesn't matter. Here's another. Here's my cousin. I'm telling you. Y'all don't got to take my word for it. I don't know much. Y'all do. It wasn't the secondary. It was the whole scheme. Didn't see one stunt. We saw one blitz. The pass rush <laughs> was terrible. It was uh, terrible. I can't even get his act. It was terrible. It was it was terrible. It was terrible. That was the issue. So yes, yes, Diamador looked like booty butt cheeks. Yes, Hufunga, Hufunga didn't look like booty butt cheeks. Hufunga looked like Hufunga. Hufunga fungs up a play every game. This is one play he messes up every game. He's good for one play, and it's usually uh, a big play. In this particular game, it was a touchdown pass to Darren Waller, okay? Hufunga bit on the run and got stuck and does not have the speed to get back on Darren Waller. Speaking of Darren Waller, does he run a 4-3 at the tight end spot? Because that Mickey Ficky was fast. Wow. I, I'm just asking the question. I don't know. All I know is Darren Waller had wheels. Wheels. He had wheels. Yes, there, there it is. He he bit on the run. He was he was he was ready to plug that run. And it, you can't bite. It's called the cheese, man. He's got to stop going for the cheese, man. Listen, you can't always go for the cheese. I'd rather him give up more yards rushing than giving up a touchdown pass wide open. That's all. That's all it is. It is. Uh, Klasar says, I swear Wilder's been on the IR. Yo, he came out last week. Yo, I swear. Not not our game. The game before was when I first realized he was back because I'm out of the fantasy football and, and he's still on my IR bench. And it is what it is. So, look, all I'm saying is this. The defense, uh, the secondary was biting the cheese. There was lack. The, the pass rush was just like, it was gone. There was no pass rush. Listen, if if Nick Bosa doesn't get a single cup, like single blocked, like they're double teaming him. Like it's really hard for him to get it. We had zero sacks. <laughs> zero sacks. So the defense on one end was terrible. I, I overall, even the linebackers, Fred Warner, two big penalties. Okay. Two big penalties by Fred. The the first one with the face mask, I knew it was coming. Like he he came darting into that position so fast, there was no way he was gonna be able to tackle him without grabbing the face mask. And he grabbed the face mask. Then the other one was in the end zone. I thought that was kind of ticky tacky, you know. 
I thought it was ticky tacky. Um, I see John V saying that this was Bosa's flu game. Okay. He was coming. Remember, he was ill all week, but nah, he Bosa played well. The, bro, they just he just couldn't get home. So you could put that in there. You could chalk it up. I just know that uh yeah. Yeah. I didn't see this. It, this could be the reason why Dre Greenlaw got hurt. It it could it could absolutely be that. All I know is um their defense was terrible. It, it's just there's no other way to get around it. Um, not every pass play. No, not every pass play. He was he was getting doubled though. My point is he gets double teamed. Somebody else got to step up to the plate, is what I'm trying to say. So you're right. He wasn't he wasn't doubling on every pass play. Um, but they couldn't stop the run as well as I thought that they should. And then they just the 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 defensive line wasn't great. I thought Eric Armstead played well, but the defensive line overall wasn't great. Javon Kinlaw was like a no show. I like it was just bad. It was bad. Flip mode, flip side to the offense. Now, so the offense saved the day. Hands down. Offense saved the day. But but the defense still found a way to secure the victory. So it's crazy. So the offense, shout out to Brock Purdy, man. Fourth uh, straight game in a row with the victory, man. Brock Purdy is... <laughs> you can't say stuff like that, GSU for life. <laughs> he said Kim was on IR during the game. I'm done. I, I'm officially finished. Nah, he just it just wasn't a good game for him. <laughs> Evercom didn't look good. It was the defense was bad. I'm moving on to the offense, damn it. Uh, but we got a super conscious chat contribution from Big Des. <laughs> He said, uh, thank you for the uh, Super Chat contribution, too, by the way, and Happy New Year to you. He says, we look flat. It's Warner that tries too hard, trying to fire up the guys because he is the leader of the defense. Back to basics, we need to go. It was just one of those games where they just were flat, period. Like, <sighs> yeah, yeah. No one could, listen, don't get it twisted. Warner brought all the energy, like, Dude still led the team with tackles. We had 12 tackles in this game. Like, he was still all over the place. He just had two big penalties that kept drives alive. One negated, I think, in a touchdown. The one he got in the end zone. I mean, you put them on the one yard. Isn't that when Josh Jacobs actually scored? It's funny because my cousin hit me up in the game. He's like, listen, man, I don't care what y'all do to the Raiders. Just don't let Jacobs score. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, no, he's not, he not going to score a touchdown. Of course, that was in the beginning of the game. And then at that very moment, they get to that goal line. They get the touchdown. So it was. It was, uh, yeah, it was whatever it was, you know. Uh, but, again, the offense, we, we got to talk about the offense because the offense, thank you for the contribution, the offense definitely um, wasn't great, but I felt like the offense was able to go score for score the majority of the time, right? And so they did what they needed to do, and the offense found a way to overcome the adversity, and which is what we wanted to see. So I felt like the offense did what they needed to do. They got the points. CMC is a godsend, and Brandon Ayuk is a mother freaking dog. That's that's what I'm getting. Like, see, like, and, 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 and you can even say CMC is a dog now. Like, welcome CMC. 
We need a shirt for CMC that says, welcome to the dog pound. Oh, that needs to be a 49er shirt for the defense. That's the name of the defense. And I know you can't say that because that was the old Cleveland Browns, but I'm thinking, I'm thinking Snoop Dogg, dog pound. I'm thinking that. Now I ain't even thinking about Cleveland. All I'm saying is Brandon Ayuk put the team on his back and got this, and, and, and him catching that pass, that flutter ball, that was like, yes, thank you. Because I was like, this is an interception. This is probably going to be a pick six. And I was like, nah, son, I'm going to go get it. But CMC, man, he almost had 200 all-purpose yards in this game, y'all. CMC almost had 200 all-purpose yards in this game, y'all. He had 72 receiving yards and 121 rushing yards with a touchdown. God, dog. And y'all wanted him not play. Shit. If he didn't play, we wasn't winning that game because we had to find ways to run the ball, get him in the ball. And here's the thing about CMC that here was the thing I didn't understand from Kyle Shanahan because some, you know, uh, I, I, they, the Raiders were like dead last in stopping the pass, but they played pass to running backs. Sorry, let me make that clear. But they played the running backs tight. I watched CMC get lit up in the backfield a couple of times. I'm like, so they knew. Like, they knew that's what we were trying to do. But, man, CMC was all over the Madden stick, bro. Like, he was hitting jukes. He was tucking and ducking. I'm like, all right, this is what's up. This is what's up. But I really felt like the offensive line played pretty darn well. Uh, Listen, Aaron Banks goes down. Daniel Brunskill comes in. The Niners don't skip a beat. I felt like they even ran the ball better when Brunskill came in. That's just me. And, uh, like, uh, Trent Williams might have had his worst game. Trent, Trent Williams might have been the worst offensive lineman in this game. What? Like, what? Yeah, I said it. Trent Williams might have been the worst offensive lineman in this game, and he wasn't bad. He just was the worst out of all the other four. I'm I'm on my way, Bomber T. I am on the mother way, baby. Mike McGlinchey. <sighs> he hasn't given up a sack since the Chiefs game, guys. You know what? That deserves. I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to leave it at that. I don't even remember hearing Crosby's name called once on that announcement loudspeaker. And I was there, and they were loud. Mike McGlinchey just secured his deal with the San Francisco 49ers, guys. I'm sorry to tell you, but he will be a 49er. I know y'all don't want to have that conversation. He will be a 49er. But, guys, the the game overall, man, it came down to Robbie Gold. Uh, Again, to Sean Gibson with the interception to help uh get that ball back in overtime what a way to seal the deal uh to sean gibson shout out to nick bosa the one time that he still couldn't sack the quarterback but he was able to push the lineman into you know what i'm saying um jared stidham and he was able to secure that uh you know the interception to sean gibson was able to secure the interception that's what we're talking about this is the defense that just bends but just won't fully break man like i mean and again Defense had the worst game 
and of their I thought this was worse than the Kansas City game, even though they gave up more points in the Kansas City game. You guys kind of agree or disagree with that? Thumbs up, thumbs down. I thought this defense gave up more yards but less points. Um, but it was it was terrible. It was it was it was bad. But the offense resuscitated the the team. Uh and Brock Purdy, you know, he deserves his flowers for a kid that's won five games straight, you know, four as a starter, seventh round pick. Like, what more can you ask for? He still has some stuff he's, he's got to work on. I mean, his, he's still missing throws. Like, it's funny how we don't talk about his missed throws. Hey, Johnny, let's do a Brock Purdy missed throw episode this week with me. You can do your thing, but let's do, let's do, let's, let's show how he still misses. Because everybody thinks he's the great white hope, and he still has some areas he can improve on. Because he's a rookie. So, I'm 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 challenging my brother Johnny Dell. Yeah, let's see if he agrees. But um, overall, like I said, nail biting game. Wasn't really feeling it. Uh, I mean, I was feeling it because I almost I died at least two times. Uh, overall, I gave the 49ers a C plus, guys. I gave them a C plus. I thought that was the offense was probably like I don't even know how I gave them a C plus. The offense was probably a solid B. But the defense, in my opinion, was definitely like they were a D. They were a D, but I gave them a D plus because of the interceptions. Drake uh, Drake Jackson got one. Tashawn Gibson got one. So I kind of bumped it up just a little bit. Um, maybe maybe C plus is too high. Maybe I'll do a C. Yeah, let's just do a flat out C. I thought special teams was good. I thought this was D'Amico Ryan's worst coach game of his career, uh, but they still found a way to win. Um, so, yeah, overall grade is a C for me. Let's see what you guys got going in there with your overall grades. Teradone says C-plus is fair. I went down a little bit because the defense was really bad. Like, it was bad. Um, JM gave it a B, though. I like it. I like that. I, I like it. I thought it was uh, – shoot. Special teams gets an incomplete. <laughs> Robbie Gold misses one, but makes one. I mean, you 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 kind of gotta you kind of gotta let it rock. Uh, C plus is fair. I think C is the answer, Eddie. I think that's that's more kind of like how I saw the game. I was you just know me. I'd be grading up. Uh, Miss Debbie is here. She says way too many stressful events in that game. Solid C. They won the game. Yeah, I agree, Miss Deb. Um. You weren't the only one stressed, bro. <laughs> I promise you. Uh, B from Grizz. Uh, Scott Hill. Did I forget a contribution? I felt like I did. Yeah, I did. Uh, Scott Hill, thank you for the contribution, bro. I'm going back up to get the other one. I saw something. I, I just, I'd be talking and i just be forgetting. Tristan, you're next. Um, I'm glad this happened now. Right, right. Because you... But some some of us wanted us to lose. I didn't want us to lose. I wanted us to stay hot. This is as close to losing as the 49ers should get. And next week, there should be zero losses. It, it, it should be zero issues. I mean, I mean they, they're not going to lose next week. I, I'm putting that. I put that on everything. Uh, Tristan says, Purdy had a touchdown easily to Kittle. See? Uh, on that flirt pass caught by Ayuk, I believe Brunskill missed the block to cause that. Hey, I haven't watched the film yet, so I can't wait to watch it. But thank you, Tristan, for the contribution. 
And I'm going to put that in in my notes to make sure I watch this. Somebody wanted me to do some film on Brunskill to see like how well he played or, or whatnot. So I'm definitely going to do that. Um, really quickly before I put, I get you guys on for the hot topic, and we'll have about 15 to 20 minutes on the hot topic, all right? Uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, my offensive player of the game. Uh, all right. Who was your offensive player of the game? I'm curious to know who your offensive player of the game was. My offensive player of the game was Christian McCaffrey. Now, I know some of you are going to go with uh, Brandon Ayuk, and that's that's straight up fair. Like, I, I, I totally can agree with it. But CMC, I, see, 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 I get it. I, I get it. I get it. CMC, we got CMC all day. We got Purdy player of the game. I didn't think that one was going to be that. Uh, AB, who's AB? Aaron Banks? Really? I, you mean BA? I don't know. Melissa's going with Jordan Mason. Really? Uh, JP, my bro, he's going with Ayuk. I like it. Um, oh, we got some different. Sean, Sean, Sean. Sean, did you give us Sean? I'm just gonna put it up there and then y'all can yell at Sean. I'm not yelling at Sean. Um, yeah. Dang, Sean, you gave the whole team an F minus. Man, you tough. Uh, but look, uh, Steve O says uh George Kittle sleeper. Uh, after Purdy threw the interception, Kittle talked to him and they connected for a TD later. They sure did. Uh, that was on Brock, too. He shouldn't have threw that ball. I like he had he had another read open. Um no, he didn't have another read open because whoever the wide receiver is that was running across the route fell down, but he had a lane open. That would have been the one time I would have been like, Brock, just run. Just run. Just run the ball. Run the ball. Run the ball. Uh so he he made the read. He thought it was gonna be single coverage. It definitely wasn't. He thought he could put that ball right there. Uh, he needed more air on it. Other than that, um, yeah, so Christian McCaffrey. Now, my defensive player of the game, I can't wait to see who your defensive player of the game was. But my defensive player of the game was Deshaun Gibson. Thought he had a pretty solid game uh, all the way around. But the interception, I mean, look, we got safeties. We've been dealing with teams with safeties that couldn't catch the ball, period. 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 You could pick Nick Bosa, who had probably one of his worst graded games from PFF. Uh, but that that catch, just being able to come down with that ball and get some on the return to get the ball like for an extra point, which Robbie Go struggles in making extra points. If it was a 40 plus 50 field goal, that first one would have went in. I don't get it. But period. Yo, I, I'm going with Gibson. He played really well, like throughout the game. And I know. He wasn't really responsible for some of them deep routes that was given up. Um, but look, you know, I, it ain't easy covering Devontae Adams. All right, here's the hot topic for today. I see a lot of you like the Gibson thing. Armstead was another one. What's going on, Troy? Uh, goal line stopper for Armstead. Yeah, he was definitely on point. Armstead is Armstead's been balling since he came back. All right. So here's the hot topic for today because we got one game left. And so with the one game left, usually you know what happens in that one game. All right? But here's the difference. Earlier on the episode, I talked about that the 49ers could come for their number one spot. All right? So the topic is this. Should the 49ers 
bench their starters for next week? Or should they continue going for the number one spot? That's the question. Bam. All right. So let's go ahead and get it up there. I like the unsung hero, Kali. Ty McGill, T.Y. McGill, unsung hero. That's kind of dope. I definitely like that pick. Um, I thought he had a really good game. I... <laughs> oh, you guys are crazy. Um, <laughs> um, should they? Some people are saying, nope. Yeah, the link's in the chat. If you want to come on and speak about it, you'll have two minutes. All right, two minutes. I'm going to go ahead and get y'all in here. Two minutes. We're going to keep it to two minutes because uh, the timing is coming near. We got to keep this as an hour show. You guys already know. All right. Um, all right. I see you guys coming on in. I'm going to get it started. We got 10 minutes to get it. Two minutes, we get five people on here. All right. Here we go. Let's go with our first brother, Dion. What's going on? Happy New Year, bro. What's good? Happy New Year to you, man. I'm chilling, man. Happy New Year to you as well and the family. Yeah, same here. Same to you, man. Same to the fam. Glad you were able to make it out there and get back and, you know, be safe. Um, when it comes to this, man, honestly, I think, yes, we should go ahead and play our guys just to be able to snatch that number one spot and give them the extra rest. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, can you mix and match a few different people? Yeah, it's not hard. You should just probably, you know, honestly, I'm not even going to lie to you, man. I'd sit CMC this game and let Jordan Mason and TDP handle the duties of running back. It would just be smarter. And if Elijah Mitchell is supposed to knock a little rust off, let him in there. But I would give CMC a little bit of a break because he always winds up with some type of ailment. and Then he winds up magically healthy on game day. So I would do that. Then, um, you know, as far as everybody else, yeah, man, let him play. You know, and if we get to a point where the game is fully in hand, that's when you pull you know what I'm saying? But we want that number one spot because we would love that extra time to rest, let everybody heal up and do things. Um, yeah, I definitely, when I watched that game, I was like, oh, Lord, I was having a heart attack just like you. So it was definitely not the easiest thing, believe me, man. We, we, the 49ers need to start offering their fans uh, medical insurance for all the stress they provide to us. Um, but at the end of the day, we pulled the W off. I was pissed off and Robbie missed that field goal. And I'm like, you hit this on a normal basis. There's no wind. There's no nothing. You're in a dome. There's no reason you can't hit this I, thing. I, I, I got to check the hold. I got to check the snap and hold. I ain't rewatched it. So I, I yeah, so yeah. I mean, but it, it just, it was that. And then, you know, just defense didn't play very well at all this game. Um, but this was the game that everybody wanted to see. They wanted to see Brock Purdy face adversity. He did. He came out on top, so hopefully that quells that kind of noise um, as far as that is. But for me, uh, you know, hey, the win is a win, whether it's by one or by 50. You can't can't be upset about it. Love what uh, Christian McCaffrey did in the game yesterday. I was so I – was, I was happier than Jordan Mason was when he got that touchdown. <laughs> I loved it. I loved every second of it because he deserves it, man. The kid works hard, and he runs hard. You know, I know a lot of people call him Baby Marshawn Lance. Some people have compared him to Marion Barber. God rest his soul. Yeah. Um, so there, there's a variety of things, but I think we did uh, we we did well. We did good enough. Ba had himself a game in that second half. You know, Purdy. Yes, there are lots of times I'm not going to lie to you where I see he doesn't have the arm strength. Where there are passes and he's like right there. I don't know, but I heard the thing. We got two minutes. Appreciate you for having me on, Breezy. Yes, Keep sir. rocking out. Everybody hit the like, subscribe button. I'm out. Appreciate you, brother. 
Let's keep this rolling, baby. That's my man D, man. Eddie G, what's going on, man? Now, listen, Dion said, I'm going to start your timer when you start, but Dion said he wants to rest CMC. I just want to put this out there. The 49ers are 8-1 and one since CMC was became a starting running back. Just want to make sure I said that right. They're 8-1 and one since CMC became a starting running back. Okay? All right. So, you got it. Yes, sir. Um, that thought did cross my mind as well about maybe sitting him, but I think I think you gotta, you know, you're if you got a legitimate shot at the number one seed, I think you gotta make sure that you get this game in hand. And can they get this in hand? Maybe in a half, maybe not totally in hand, but they can get a good lead. This Cardinals team's terrible. Mm. They're, they're they're terrible. They got no. Their quarterbacks have been hurt. Like, you know, we're we're the only team that can say we've got hurt quarterbacks, but uh, we got a shot at the number one seed. How does that work? Hmm. Um, I'm not I'm, – I'm a lot like you, Breezy. I'm not a big fan of resting starters because I want them to be, like, fresh and ready for the playoffs. I want them, I want them in there. Now, does that attitude change if somebody gets hurt? Yeah. Yeah, I kind of like, oh, man, we should have – you're not not saying we should have, but we could have rested him. But anyway, that's another story. Um, the one thing I will say is that I I do agree with him that maybe in, maybe not resting CMC, mm-hmm. but maybe he starts the game. But let's you know get him his carries, get him going. Then yeah, let's push Jordan Mason and TDP. Let them get some. Let especially TDP. Let him get some more work in. He, he could do some work against this team. So the short answer for me is no. I'm not a fan of star, of sitting players. I'm really not. Um, so, mm-hmm. If we were locked into the number one seed and it was done. That's different. See, that's a different mindset. I see. That's that's the whole thing. I got you. But uh, the fact that they were at number two right now, and which is awesome, uh, I don't know how uh, I can't. I was only I was telling my son when we were sitting there watching the game. I'm like, can you imagine how Breezy's feeling right now? He's there. I'd be going nuts. We were going nuts here. It was crazy. And I said to my son, I was like, when Robbie went to that kick, I said, I got a bad feeling. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, the way this game's been going. And then he missed it. And I Breezy, I just sat back in the chair and I just went like this. I was like, you got to be kidding me. It was crazy. <laughs> but, but um. Yeah, I I, uh, I, th- I think we can – I think we start our players, get this game in hand, get this win. And I just – one thing I got to say is hats off to Brock Purdy, man. That that kid, he still has stuff to work on. Absolutely. He's a rookie. He's, he's a rookie. Been, he's been balling. He's been balling. But you know what? How – that poise, I can't get over – you know, you're coming in the game, you're down by 10, your defense is obviously struggling. And man, the poise he had. He didn't drop his head. He didn't drop his shoulders. He wasn't he wasn't making all crazy kinds of errors. He was still going out there scoring points, man. He was he he got us down the field to get that chance for Robbie Gold to kick the game to, to win it with in regulation. Yeah. So but anyway, I heard the timer. Um you guys uh, I'm I'm so glad you came back with a W like I asked again. Thank you. Yes, sir. <laughs> I, I, I try my best. I try my best. 
Yeah, and Peachy too. I'm glad Peachy got to make it. Uh, I, I'm sorry about Michigan. It's not the episode now. It's too soon, yo. I love you, bro. I love you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. <laughs> love you too, man. All, All right. right take man. It easy. If you only knew, I lost my voice Saturday. Game was Sunday, so my voice was gone Saturday because of the Michigan game. So my voice was gone. So I'm at my. I had to sing Saturday night, and I'm just like, oh man, my voice is gone. I was yelling at the TV all day. Uh, I was giving the refs. I was. I was. Yeah, it was one of those days. Uh, Tristan, thanks for correcting me. I couldn't remember if it was if I thought they played. They played nine games total since he's been here, right? Maybe my math is wrong. He didn't start in the Kansas City game, so you're right. He's since he started, they've been undefeated. So maybe eight and zero, not nine and zero. I don't know. Maybe my numbers are off. I do feel like since Christian McCaffrey has started, he he's been eight and zero with the team, but the team is eight and one since he's been on the team. I think that's what I should have said. But correct me if I'm wrong. You said nine and zero. You you're probably more right than I am. So it is what it is. But thank you, Tristan. I appreciate that. Miss Debbie also has a contribution. I wanted to give her a shout out. This is an important one too. Uh, let's change the term to, you know, about uh, the game giving us a heart attack, all right, because of what happened due to the events of what happened. Uh, she likes to use the the term uh, stressful events. So, yeah, like, um, uh, let's do that. Let's let's change our wording around the seriousness of what's really going on in the NFL. Uh, uh, and so I'm with you, Miss Debbie. I, I agree with you 100,000 percent. 100,000. Don't even know if that's a number, but it is today. Uh, thank you, Miss Debbie, for the contribution. I, I was going to pull that up anyway. Let's get Melissa on. You ready? What's going hey, on? Lucy. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. All right. You got the flow. Um, your hot topic. I would like to see some of the defense um, stop personally. I think um, we've had a lot of inconsistency or we've had a lot of um, injuries spread through key positions. So I would like to see more of the depth play against the Cardinals. Um, mm -hmm. But by no means, and I feel like I'm probably going to be the only one who says this, um, do I overlook the Cardinals because this is J.J. Watt's last play uh, ever. Uh, I feel like even if they're not the healthiest roster right now, there's that mentality where you you just you you can't let um, a decorated veteran like that go out without putting up a fight. So I think this is going to be a brutal game, and I'm just I'm hoping however they they manage whether they let guys have like a series or a half or however they do it. Um, I hope that we walk away without any major injuries because that's my main concern about this upcoming game. I like that. Treat it like a preseason game. Dress your starters, play them for a half, quarter, whatever, and then get the depth in there. Um, I like that, actually. That's actually a great concept because technically this is the fourth preseason game. If you think about it, remember, there were four preseason games. They negated one of them to give you an extra real game. So technically, this is that game. Now, what makes it different is the NFL. Wasn't you wasn't thinking that. But, this, but the NFL doesn't want it to be that. That's why it is the way it is. They want y'all to start your players every single week. So we'll have to see how it turns out. But I actually like that. Like, 
If if they if 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 the game goes in the way, I don't want the 49ers to lose this game by any means necessary. It's not like basketball where you know your starters could come uh and you take your starters out, and next thing you know, the bench comes in and they blow a 30-point lead, and you can put your starters back in, they can come back out and close the game. I don't think football works that way because it's too many players. Um, but yeah, this we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping that everything is so people are saying, no, this is game 17. All right, let me let me restate what's going on. <laughs> All right. So there used to be how many preseason games were there? Because Melissa's gonna be here with me. There were four preseason. We're gonna break this down for GSU for life because for once he's wrong. Okay. <laughs> All right, just for once. All right. So there were four preseason games. Melissa, how many preseason games are there currently? There are three, which means there's an extra what? for the regular season aha which makes it week 18 which GSU for life is right this is game 17 but it's really that preseason game that they took away and usually typically if you were a dominant team like they were staying earlier in the chat if you were dominant you clearly had the number one lock and no one could catch you then you rest everybody and then it really is a preseason game you know he says, I don't got to break it down. Whatever. <laughs> I you don't let Breezy be Breezy. We've watched the way Breezy show for Breezy to be Breezy. So yeah. you don't want him to yeah. respect the Raiders or yeah. to explain things, then just yeah, don't well, like listen. it. But you don't got to like harass him because it's the way oh, Breezy he's not show. Harassing. That's who he is. No, no, I just, I'm in general, don't harass him because you don't deserve that, Breezy. You do a lot for all of us and. Today, especially, I feel very protective over the people I care about. Oh, thank so, you. So that's that's my brother. Um, he's he's a hundred percent all. No, no, no. I wasn't. I wasn't taking a shot at anyone personal. Uh, I didn't name any names or or put any nasty juju out there. I'm just I'm just saying in general. Please don't attack Breezy. He doesn't deserve it. <laughs> you gotta go. Um, no, he's the the king of trolls. <laughs> I, I did he have know on every show, so he's consistent. <laughs> I, I did have to ask you something really quick. Um, yes, I got you. Did you see the DMs I, uh, I sent you? I didn't get a chance. I, I, to I, I wanted them. to get your reaction because um, I did. There's the Talanoa Hufanga. I didn't get a chance to see it, but I did see the story on Drake Jackson's father, who's a diehard Raiders yeah. fan, but was cheering for his son. I don't know uh, how he's able to do uh, okay. that. Okay, so so the story was he was wearing his son's jersey, the the black one with the the red numbers. But he had the red right? Raiders hat on. But he had the black uh, and red Raiders hat on, and then like I, I think Raider pants on as well. And all game long, he was rooting for the Raiders, like diehard rooting for the Raiders within so the Ra like Raiders commanders. And then he popped up as soon as his son got the interception, and then started running up and down the aisle cheering. And all the Raider fans around him were like confused, and they're like. Weren't you just rooting for the Raiders? And he's like, "Yeah, but that's my son." <laughs> and, and I felt like we can all attack um, and vent our frustrations with what bad happened, but when something like that happens, I don't think it gets appreciated enough. So that's why I wanted to share it with you and I love it, John Chapman and a few other people, because I think these are the kind of stories that make those kind of rougher harder games that we know we're all going to come and we still somehow pull through whether it was because of the flu or whatever else was going on like those are the things that make those kind of big rivalry games important and i think 
no matter what happens for Bay Area people, especially, this is always going to be a huge rivalry. So thank you, Breezy, for coming on, for letting us come on and speak our piece and for making 2023 start off with a bang. Thank you, Melissa. Love you. Happy New Year. Bye. We're going to close this out with Uncle Scott. Let's do it. Let's get it on. I can't wait to hear what he has to say. Um, It's blank. Did he freeze? Uncle Scott, you froze? I think he froze. I think he, I think he froze. Let's see if he'll come back on. Um, I hope he does. Uncle Scott, we miss you. But guys, you listen, here's how I feel. Uh, not that y'all care, but this is what I think. I think the 49ers should come out there with the game plan, like Kyle Shanahan said. I'm on that Brian Dabble, Kyle Shanahan junk. Listen, man, football is, is meant to be played and they're gonna play. All right. And so I think that the 49ers should come out there with their players intact. If Debo is healthy, start them. If Elijah Mitchell is healthy, now you're going to be able to get that balance. You guys said, give me CMC, but let's close out with Mitchell. Like, let's get him reacclimated to the game. All right, so that's my take on it. I say play the players. It's football. Whatever happens is going to happen anyway. You can't sit there and say, oh, I'm not going to play this player because he might get injured, and then all of a sudden the next time you play him, he gets injured. Might as well have just played him. Maybe he went and got injured. You don't know. Injuries are going to happen. That's the game of football. Bishop Terradome, I don't Uncle Scott is frozen. Bishop Terradome, you in the building. What's going I on, man? Hey, how we doing? Can you hear me good? Can hear you great. All right, man. Uh before I get to it, man, uh, you know, thoughts, prayers, and everything that we have intercessorly. Let's uh, uh give up to to brother Damar Hamlin, man. Uh, that was just a, a, a tragic scene. Uh, I, I played the game. I, uh, I'm a U.S. Uh, paratrooper. And my job down here at Fort Bragg is uh, solely supervising the largest emergency services 911 uh, uh, conglomerate in the United States. Uh, military, probably the world, the largest 911 center in the world. Um, when you go for the AED or uh, you're into CPR, something has uh, tremendously gone wrong. It's what we call a nine echo one. That's the big one. Uh, we have to be trained in CPR and certified in CPR to talk people through CPR on the phone. Uh, mm. when it is happening. And, um, you know, my, my cousin played uh, uh, for the Seattle Seahawks. So I, you know, I know intimately, intimately what it's like to be in the stands. And, uh, you know, his, his mother was there from my understanding and, and probably some of his family. He's a Pittsburgh guy. It's not too far of a travel to Cincinnati. So just Big prayers. If I could just get about 30 seconds. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we we thank you, Lord God, for the for the road that's traveled, for the road that we're on, and for the road that's going to be, Lord God. Lord God, I'm asking right now, intercessorily, I am praying for Brother Damar. I ask, Lord God, because you are our ultimate healer. You are Jehovah Rapha, the God that heals. The Bible says, Lord God, he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of the peace was upon him. And by his stripes, 
let him be healed. We are healed, Lord God. We believe on that. We believe our energies, our force, our worship goes unto you and dispatch your angels of mercy around that young man and his family. Give them strength. Give them, give them courage. Give them resiliency. Give Anoint every hand that touches them, every hand that is an emergency uh, 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 associated with, Lord God, every doctor, every nurse, every uh, epidemiologist, Lord God, everyone, touch them, Lord God, anoint them, and bring this young man back, Heavenly Father, better than he was before. I'm asking for these things because you are our strength, you are our healer, you are our redeemer, in Jesus' name. And we pray, amen. Amen. I still got you. You got me. Amen. 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 Um, I count it done. We're going to leave it at the altar. We're going to let God do what he does. Agreed. Amen. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's in his hands. And, and we're going to stay charged up. Um, as far as resting the players, uh, with rest can come a little bit of rust. Uh, you might get a number one seed. Uh, I'm remembering back to a team very similar to us. I call them the San Francisco 49ers on the East Coast, the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> and they they rested up and they took a little time off and they got that number one seed. And then them Tennessee Titans came one day at the Baltimore Harbor. And, you know, it was supposed to be us playing Baltimore mm -hmm. in the Super Bowl. and I don't know what happened. It can get beyond you. It can get off of you real quick. So you, you want to keep a, a, a certain stage of momentum. I, I know we, we have a thing. We don't want anybody injured. And God forbid, you know, that is uh, that that can be just totally devastating for the, the franchise, for the person and for everyone else. But we got to keep momentum. We are. are was that nine straight? Nine straight? Nine straight. Nine. Eight. They tied their record. Nine straight. Haven't had one since 1997. The head coach was Steve Mariucci. Let's go ahead and get 10. Let's get 10. <laughs> Let's go ahead. That's, a, that's what you, when you're talking to a real competitor, they say, what is better than two fish sandwiches? He's at three, three fish, fish sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> What's the best ring? The next ring. <laughs> that's it, Because we got some things to clean up. I heard you hitting that Charles Barkley. You know, they played terrible. You can't there. tell me that defense didn't play terrible, bro. They played terrible. They were they terrible. Did. Like, I, I don't I, even... I wish Charles Barkley could have commentated on that game. I would have loved to have seen his face. He might not have knew what was going on, but he would have came out of his mouth and said, this defense is number one. Number one at what? This was terrible. That's what <laughs> that, that is terrible. I don't know who they think. Who they think that, first of all, he, and then he messed it up. He said, first of all, ain't nobody pass rushing. <laughs> and, then he, and then he say, B... Who found out of position? <laughs> <laughs> How do you go from one to B, Chuck? I know he do that. First of all, the B, and then, and I got the, the turn out of position. It is O O P. Tylenol Hufunga, you there with O P P O O P? Yeah, you know me. O O P. You always out of position. Always, <laughs> always, yo. It, it, but it, it's, it's only, it's only on. 
the, the crazy pass plays. It's like they get him. He got to stop cheating. I think that's what it is. <laughs> I'm not going to fall for the banana in the tailpipe this time. Uh, he, he falls for every <laughs> for the banana in the tailpipe every time. Man, top down, Tylenol. You still my dude. But oh, 100%. Come on. Get, get it together. Get it together, Grouch. All right. So who had, who had the worst game? Him <laughs> or, or Lenore? <laughs> Because I felt like I was so upset with Lenore, I wanted to see Ambry Ooh. Thomas. I, I felt like Ambry would have closed this game out. Like, oh. because at least he has the speed and the length to contest those. First of all, Ambry, play, Ambry Thomas plays 55 yards off, so you're not beating him deep anyway. That's mm-hmm. how he plays, right? He's not going to play press man. I don't know why, but, like, that's not what he does. And, and so at least I felt like his height... And his speed would have been able to try because they listen. Amber uh, the, Lenore played on that non-catch catch. That was good defense. He was, was, he was in position. He was in position. He was not out of position. He was in position. Yeah, but but yeah. He, you know, Dante is Dante, man. Get the goddamn flag. Do something. Kick him in the nuts. <laughs> you gotta do. What you got. Don't let him catch the ball. Don't even let him come close to I catching know, that man. pass. Dante and shout out and my man Johnny Dale is on with you. Uh, yes, uh, man, Johnny Dale pointed something out about in the in the uh, Washington game. He said, he said, look at Lenore's, look at his back pedal. He's high. He's a little high. So he's going to be and, off balance. And he's off balance. He. he I didn't even watch it yet, and Dale. I knew that was the answer. He I knew it. And he was saying it. He called it. He said, look at that. Look at that right there. And but see, okay, okay, guys. All right, look, I know you guys are saying that Adams was better. Duh, he's better than every DB. He's better than Mooney Ward. Burnt him too. We gonna hey, call like we gonna call it? Adams, hey, Adams is Adams is. You know, last two years I, I've been arguing with a lot of people. That is the best receiver. When he came and ate our lunch up in, uh, it was a regular season game. Keep talking. Uh, maybe two years ago. Keep talking. That big dog, number seven, we did not want none of big number one seven. One seven is the truth. One seven is the best receiver in the game totally. Uh, some people have better hands. Some people may run better routes. Some people may be even faster. Some people may be world-class speed. But if you are building a receiver, one seven is your dude. That that Devontae Adams is the real deal. That's I said a that. player there. I know people love Justin Jefferson, and I get it, but that dude had mm. Justin look, Jefferson is is great, and and I great. love Justin Jefferson. He's a wonderful talent. Hey, starting off real good, but hey, you got to sustain this thing for a little. You know, greatness is sustained excellence. Mm. Mm. You can't just flash it. If 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 that was the case, well, Cooper ain't nobody better than Cooper Cup. Cooper he had a great year last year, but. Hey, I it, still it, I still think with. Adams is a better receiver than Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup is more yeah. of that weapon guy. Because Adams has sustained the excellence longer. Adams oh, is oh, oh, who you oh, can oh, call. Oh, 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 I gotta ask you this then. Okay. Talk to me. Who's a better wide receiver? Devontae Adams or Mike Evans? I always go with De- Devontae. Because he Devontae can run the routes, right? Because he can run the routes. He can run the routes. 
He is tough as nails. I he don't drop I, passes either. You're right. Man, Jaquasi Pot put it on him one time, man. Gave him the soup on. I thought he was gone. He went to the blue tent. Man, <laughs> he, came he, back came, he came like your boy Paul Pierce when we was in the finals out of, with the wheelchair. He went to the wheelchair <laughs> in, the, in the locker room yeah. and he came back and had like 40 <laughs> points. Oh, no. I, said, I said he's back. <laughs> I, I asked you that question because he just broke a record. He's tied with uh, uh the nine 1,000 yard season. So he's up there. Mike Evans is up there. His nine seasons with a thousand yards. He's a beast. He's he done it since. I can't ever. Yeah. I know. But, but I, I know Evans isn't fast and he drops passes. It can be a little temperamental. It's a couple of receivers oh, Devontae's that, that, that the book the book is out on them. If Tyreek Hill's temperamental, you get get with him a little bit and, and talk about that mama a little bit or say something you know out of the way. DK yeah. Metcalf, yeah, DK Metcalf is temperamental. <laughs> <laughs> They'll start chasing you during Guess the game. Guess what? Brandon Ayuk is temperamental. He mm. They don't want to have that conversation as we bring it full circle because Brandon Ayuk is a top five wide receiver in the league. We're gonna end the show on this. There's a clip, there's a clip on on YouTube with with the the routes that Mr. Ayuk is running. Five, bro. They fire. All right, man. I and and you know what? I tell you what, if tomorrow's episode, let's let's have some fun. Cause it's the last season of the, of the of the last game of the season. Let's talk about who to top this and top that of the league. I would love to know some of your top. I just I'm not, I'm not a homer, but gosh, if you just get Brandon Ayuk the ball, he's a monster. I, I like I like who we got, and shout out to Mr. Brock Purdy. I like who we got. You've been checking boxes and checking boxes. That comeback victory in the fourth quarter, you done checked another box. I keep seeing some good stuff on this young man. Hey, we all going to throw it up sometimes. It's going to be a couple of mistakes here and there. But, boy, can I count on you when I need you? When the defense ain't there, when they playing terrible, can you <laughs> can you get out there and get it for me? I hear you. Block I check. Listen, bro, appreciate you, man. Appreciate you, man. Away. Prayers up. Love y'all, man. Happy New Year. Happy it New was Year. my anniversary on New Year's Day, too. I was Happy uh, anniversary. Thank you so much. Thank yes. you so much. Amen. Yeah. All right, man. Shout out to D. All right, brother. Peace. All right, now. Woo! All right, people think I'm going crazy because Brandon IU drops balls and stuff like that. I mean, listen, man, like, look, it's hard when you're not the number one, right? So, like, number one option. He might be the number one receiver. But man, that dude could get open. Godly. I, look, I will say this. There's some great wide receivers in the NFL. Some people say top 10. Let's do top 10. Let's do top 10 receivers, top 10 running backs, top 10. How should we save that for the end of the year? I don't know. I just want to talk. I just feel like that's fun, man. I think Brandon Ayuk is that guy, and he can show it. He can be consistent with it, which is what uh Dome was saying Devontae Adams does. I mean, Devontae Adams did have that one game with two catches for 15 yards, which is the game before our game. So people thought he wasn't going to go off. But y'all forgot 
Adams goes off against the 49ers no matter who he plays with, and he's only played with two teams. And every time he plays, he's the one guy you got to stop. <laughs> that's the only guy. It, that's who you took away. But luckily, the 49ers were able to escape with the victory. Uh, thank you guys so much for calling into the show, man. I appreciate you guys. Thank you to all the Super Chat contributions as well. We will be back tomorrow. Listen, tomorrow, the time will be a little bit different. I have to go to the dentist. I'm sure I won't be done by 11. It's 1030 appointment, but there will be a show tomorrow. I do promise you that. I appreciate you guys, man. Uh, happy New Year to everybody out there. Listen, it's a new year. Don't know what your resolutions are, but whatever they are, make sure they come to fruition. Uh, and just an, uh, enjoy life and take care of yourself. If you don't have a new year, New Year's resolution, I want you to do these two things. I want you to take care of yourself and enjoy life. Please do that for me. It's the most important thing. One thing I'm going to do this year is I'm going to do a better job in self-care so that I can be a better person for everybody, especially my family. They deserve the best me I could give them, and I haven't been doing that. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to self-care. That means there's going to be less shows. I'm sorry, guys. It's going to be less shows. I, I, I got to get my mental right. But I will be here every day, Wayne Breezy show, same time, nitty-gritty, same time. I'm sad to say I'm going to be getting rid of the Sizzling Sunday show. It's just too much to go in to try to prepare. I'll figure out something different. It might not be a pregame show. Might just leave pregame to nothing but Niners. But we will figure out other ways to make this channel grow. But I need you guys, so please help me out and any ideas and things like that. Um, I'm all open and all ears. Love you guys. Stay up. Stay faithful. Always keep it nitty-gritty. Happy New Year. Oh, 13 and 4. Jacqueline Knox wasn't here today. Hmm. Hmm. Because I wanted to see her 13 and 4 flash across the screen. Maybe she'll be here tomorrow, 13 and 4. Love you guys. Thanks for watching. Peace.